happy to affect the intention. In order to take accountability for what has passed and what will be, there's no time like presently. So, for all those with mouths and ears, can we have a moment of your time? We want to gain some perspective. Can we have a piece of your mind? Welcome back, beautiful people. Welcome back to episode part two. <laughs> we'll go right into it, Hector, man. Right into it. So, yeah, yo, um, for you guys out there in the world, you know, it's been a week. Um, for us, it's been 20 minutes. So <laughs> we spoke about um, kids in the 90s, you know, the differences, um, how we had it growing up versus how kids today have it growing up. Um, the uh, <laughs> the differences like that may uh, hinder them, that may enable them for different kinds of successes that we don't have. Um, and we weren't quite done with that conversation, y'all. So um, again, you know, as we left off, we kind of wanted you guys to be a little bit more aware of your PC Your Mind podcast team here. You know, we've got uh, Frankie, uh, we've got Brian, and we've got myself. And you guys know a lot about Frankie and I. So we wanted you guys to kind of be a little bit more in tune with who Brian is, the gentleman that he is, who he was, and who he's become or looking to become still. Because we're growing all day, right? We're growing every day. So guess it. Growing where we're going, bro. I love when y'all said that shit, man. Growing where we're going. That that shit is fire. It's a cool last meaning. But we uh we I me personally, I wanted to talk take that conversation of the nineties. Um because I remember y'all like, all right, going we're going in, y'all, we're going in. I remember being a kid in the mall, right? And I'd be walking with my parents when they do shopping and shit and I'd have to go, you know, where they go, like, and it was kind of lame, you know what I'm saying? That shit was kind of weird, man, like, <laughs> but I remember there was this one thing in the mall that I always loved, bro. I never got to get on them, but I loved looking at them. Y'all remember in the mall, man, those animals, it was like, like a big-ass animatronic that you could ride on. They were like lions and tigers, and like, you, you remember that? Does that, y'all, y'all remember that at all? It was like a big... That sounds like them zippy pet things Brian was operating for a while, bro. But I don't remember it back then. I, I think I remember like a um, yo, wasn't they doing a train back then? They did a train too. Yeah, I remember they did, a train. They, yeah, they did have the train. Yep. I remember the train, bro. Never yeah, I remember that, seeing. I, I used to watch it, man. I never rode it, man. Yeah, I never got on it either, bro. I saw the train. I saw the animals, <laughs> the lions, and I always thought to myself, I, like, I damn, remember- that's cool. But, yeah, yeah, no, that, that is dope, yo. It, I always wonder, like, man, why, why, why didn't I have my chance to get on that? You know what I'm saying? So, mom, you got some answers, you know, to, <laughs> to, to you got some answers to fill in that for me. <laughs> but the whole reason is because Brian, um, the last time I was in Connecticut, gosh, was that 20, 2018? It was. It's been a minute, man. It's been a good yeah, minute. It's been a while. <laughs> I I remember you dove. Um, into something that you know you had mentioned was was an opportunity that you were you were kind of a part of from from fruition, and so you know everybody out there they know Frankie's an entrepreneur they know I you know they know what I do, so let these people know what what who is Brian Francis man who who's the man right here that we all get to see what what's up? Yeah, so you know as as we all know. Right, or as our audience knows by now, <laughs> I'm Brian, 
Frankie's brother, <laughs> as I used to be known uh, at the elementary school that we all went to. Hey, Frankie's brother, come here. <laughs> Yo, heck, I don't know if you remember me talking about that. I was like, I think Brian ain't coming to tech because he ain't want to be Frankie's brother, though. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah, it's like you said, you know, I, I did you know, come across this opportunity uh, with one of my frat brothers, you know, one of the guys that I met at the University of Bridgeport, Josh, he's one of my best friends, you know. Um, known the guy for quite a while now. <laughs> it's what twenty twenty three now, so it's been well over a decade. But um, nice. Yeah. Um, at the time, I was working in insurance. You know, selling. I was working at a uh, State Farm agency. Um, and it was, it was steady. It was steady money. Um, but I had no passion for it whatsoever. Like. I just did not like being an insurance producer. Um, mm. You know, I don't like being a salesman. You know, I don't like the feeling that I'm trying to convince somebody to, you know, buy a policy or keep their policy. You know, if someone calls in saying, oh, you know, my rates are too high. What can you do for me? Right. You know, I try my best to, you know, get the rates as low as I could. Uh but I would have to tell them, hey, look, you're going to be losing coverage if you do this, right? And, you know, people appreciate the honesty, but a lot of times it's not enough, like, to keep them there. Or, you know, if they do end up staying, like, you know, it probably doesn't leave, like, a good taste in their mouth, you know? Um, yeah, so and being in that position. Right, yeah. So that's something I, I never really enjoy doing. And, you know, with a job like that, it's it's important to produce every month like you know there's quotas that need to be reached or, or met and you know you always have to answer to to the agent so you know it's something that you know i was never fully comfortable with so um the opportunity arose uh you know josh came to me he's like hey look bro we're um you know because he, he told me about his idea like you know prior to and he's like yeah you know we're finally getting ready to to like jump into this like you know you know, are you down? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, man. You know, I was, I was a little, I was a little skeptical at first. I was like, I don't know, man. You know, I, I just started back at this agency, and you know, I kind of like really need the money right now. He was like, Yeah, but look at yourself, bro. <laughs> He's like, You don't even like doing this job. <laughs> He's like, You know, you're gonna sit here and 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 make money at this agency, and you know, help grow this guy's company or like, you know, you're going to jump into something like, you know, you're with your brother. <laughs> it's like, we could do this together. We're going to see, you know, we're going to see the growth. Like, you know, you jumping on this train or what? So I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. You know, what do I really have to lose? Like, I, I this is someone that I've known very well that I have faith in that I trust. So I was like, you know, why sit here at this agency making myself, you know, miserable trying to grow this guy's agency where I could do something with my bro and and create something from the ground up? You know, that that idea, you know, that that intrigued me a lot more. I was like, you know what, bro, you're right. Let's let's do this. So, 
we got our start, you know, with those little, um, with kiosks, um, with the little Zippy Pet rides. So, like, it was a very small operation, but, you know, we were able to scale it up. You know, at one point, we had, like, you, s- s- sorry, being Mind you, the yeah. Zippy Pet rides are the, what I think Hector's talking about. He, he, he remembered from back in the, uh, back in the day when he used to be in the mall, but I don't remember it from back then. I, I, remember that I feel like it was there. I feel like it was there. But you're right, though, bro. <laughs> but you're right, B. I started out as Zippy. Oh, yeah. You started with the Zippy Pets. Yeah, I started with the Zippy Pets, and it was definitely, you know, an experience, something, something like a learning experience. Uh, one of the first locations that we hit was in Vermont. You know, we're working in a, a mall in Vermont. So me, him, and another one of our friends, Chris, we went up there and we were living up there working um in Plattsburgh, New York. And then also there's a mall in Vermont that, you know, we would would ride on the ferry across the lake or I think it was a lake. But, you know, across whatever body of water that was <laughs> to get over <laughs> to Vermont. Yeah. And, you know, it was basically like seven days a week, you know, uh, just like grinding it out throughout the season, you know, saving up money so that we can open up more of them so uh, you know at one point we had i think like seven or eight kiosks all at once um you know operating do you remember do you remember the year you got started b it's 2024 now so 2015 is when we started with the zippy pets but we did the pets for two years you know and you know over the two years we were able to um Build up the capital to to start the first kids club. Kids club, twenty seventeen, okay. yeah, and that was towards the end of twenty seventeen, so it was like December already. Well, you know, we opened up the first kids club, and kids club is okay. is now, basically okay. it's an indoor playground. Everybody in on what the kids club is, um, exactly like what you guys do, and maybe even like uh, like how how many operations you guys have and such. Yeah, so you know that's what we were building up to. So you know that that was the reason we were doing these <laughs> seven days a week at, at the Zippy Pets because we wanted to build up to a kids club, which is an indoor play park. You know, for kids, that's one thing we felt like was missing was physical play. You know, um, nowadays a lot of children, like from toddler age, you know, they. They can navigate their way around a smartphone, no problem. I, I see it oh, yeah. <laughs> with my own eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, we wanted to bring back that that feeling of like, you know, old school play, you know. One of one of the companies that inspired us to get that business going was Discovery Zone, you know. I'm sure Hector Frankie, you guys remember Discovery Zone. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. Going there yeah. and like spot. it's just yeah, you know, there's ball pits. They had like those, uh, those like roller things you slide over, like yep. the the little plastic curtains that you, you push through. Like you know, it was just a, a fun experience. Our playgrounds don't even work. Don't even last in the um the the fast food places no more, man. No, yeah. So you know, we wanted to bring back that that physical play aspect, and so that's how we we really wanted to market it like you know we sell like snacks but we tried to lean more towards like the healthy snacks um like veggie straws you know things like that so um 
even when they're eating like, you know, chips and things is something that, that provides more nourishment than just like junk food. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, the things that we, we wanted to really focus on was, you know, um, physical play, uh, creative play, and again, the parents involved in, in the play process too. So like, you know, all of our equipment, it, it's very sturdy, you know, it, it can accommodate the weight of a full adult. Um, so we encourage the parents to to come in and play with their kids, you know, do uh, play games like hide and seek around the store and, you know, play in the ball pit, use, utilize, like we have slides, swings, you know, things that you would find in an outdoor play playground, but also things that you won't find out there. So, you know, create games where you're running through um, the obstacle course that we have built in there, you know, do like a a time trial, you know, things like that, you know, things that get them engaged, you know, you know, actively you know and disconnected man, this, for a time. You know, this is all news to me, man. As long as you've been doing this, bro, I never knew like the why and like the, you know, what reasons why you guys got started in doing this, man. I never knew that. Like, you know what I mean? This is actually kind of dope because now I'm like, I'm thinking about the kids club and like what it's been over the past couple of years. And that's, it, it, you know, the energy, the energy has been is almost like exactly what you're talking about. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, yeah. It's definitely, you know, it's definitely good for when, like, for example, we live in Connecticut, you know, in the Northeast during the winter, there ain't really nothing you could do outside. <laughs> you know, so during those months, it's it's definitely good to have something like that where the parents could still bring their kids and their kids can have that that time to play and, and expend that energy in in a healthy way without, you know, being trapped indoors and like being attached to the screen for a whole season. Um so that's another thing that we felt we'd be able to, you know, help them benefit from. Um so, and it's been, it's been successful. You know, we started in 2017, like towards the end of 2017, it's 2024 now. And we have four of those locations. You know, we started in Trumbull, we moved over to Danbury and Milford, and now we have one in Queens, New York. Um, hey. So now we're in two different states. <laughs> wait, wait, didn't you say you guys started in, in the Zippy Pets in 2015? Yeah, yeah, the Zippy Pets we started in 2015. Oh, okay, okay. So you yeah. were just saying you were separating the Zippy Pets from the uh Yeah, so from the Zippy Pets, yeah. You know, you know what, me, what? To, to me in my head, you guys started from the Zippy Pets, bro. Oh yeah, you know yeah, absolutely. Because, yo, it was the it was like it was the starter for you guys, man. <laughs> yeah, like, there would be no kids club without um, Zippy Pets. <laughs> yo, now this is my younger brother. This is my younger guy, brother guy. And I seen him stop doing I seen I remember when he stopped doing the um the car insurance, and I wasn't upset about that, bro. I ain't never stayed nowhere. I'm like, yeah, you know me, man. <laughs> right, right. my job quick as hell, right? But I remember that, and then I remember going to the mall a couple of times and seeing you buy the zippy pets and just seeing, like, I heard you and Josh and, and you guys talking about getting this thing started, and then I see you guys getting started. You know what I'm saying? And then I then I seen it go from you guys being the zippy pet to you guys having your first store. There you guys went from one store to four stores, like you know what I mean. I remember you leaving. I remember you leaving the New York for for a few months, B. 
I remember all of this, man. So it's like you're you're telling your story right now, and like now I'm even giving you a different perspective because I'm on the outside. You know what I'm saying? Looking, looking, looking in. You on the inside looking in. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. But it it was definitely yo. It's definitely like watching a plant grow, bro. It was definitely like watching a plant grow. The, the jump started was a thought. It was a thought. I heard. I think I heard the conversation before you guys even really like started just gunning for it, bro. You know what I mean? It started as a thought, and somebody said, "F it, yo, we, we, we yo, we moving." Are you you down, bro? If you doing this, I'm doing this. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it might have took yeah. a little bit of that, bro. But yo, it's your bro. Your story is beautiful so far, man. Go keep, keep going, man. Don't even let. I'm sorry to interrupt, man. But I just had to. <laughs> it, it it's like it's dope to hear your 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 um your view on it, man. And like all these years, man. And it's also dope to kind of ca- capture the, the time and energy you've put in, into it. Since you got started, B, this is 2015. You left for this thing. You left to another city to get this thing started. Like, you know, you guys are still thriving here in 20, like through the pandemic. You know how many businesses went out during the <laughs> pandemic, B? Big yeah. businesses, bro. I try to go to Bank of America today up the road, bro. They, they still on Google. And Google said they were open at 10 o'clock. I went over there. They didn't even have a sign over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah getting getting past the pandemic was definitely a, a challenge too uh you know especially because of the 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 physical play aspect you know this yeah. was a time where everybody was trying to stay away from each other so <laughs> you know like regaining the confidence of the people um mm. it definitely was a challenge you know it felt like we were starting from scratch in a way but you know, it it wasn't it was um I guess it was a necessary experience you know because it did allow us to you know um like ramp up like the efforts to like um, sanitize I mean we were always sanitizing anyway but like you know we we invested in like new equipment like um, we have a, a mist that we spray around the store that you know sanitizes all the equipment and. A matter of seconds, you know, something that we used to have to do by hand, just like crawling through everything, wiping everything down, like, you know, it allowed us to to be more efficient. Um, and you know, we use products that are non-toxic, you know, uh doesn't doesn't create like a harsh scent or you know, it doesn't linger and um it's stuff that's approved in hospitals and rest- restaurants and things like that. So like even though, you know, it did slow business down it kind of helped us get our processes up, you know? So, and the people seeing that, seeing the amount of care that we put into that, it gave them the confidence to come back. And so we were able to stick it, you know, stick through the the pandemic and even like, you know, now we're, you're, we're past where we were before that. And I'm I'm proud to to be able to say that you know we survived the pandemic. <laughs> you know? Yeah, bro, that's that's a beautiful thought, man. I got started in pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys like yo, there's a lot of places that went out, bro. There was places that been here like years before the pandemic came, bro. We used to eat there; they ain't here no more. You know what I'm saying? You guys mm-hmm. made it through that. You know what I mean? That that is that's a beautiful story to be told, man. 
Absolutely. Hey. So, so yo, yeah. for, for some striving entrepreneur, man, you guys, yo, you gotta be willing to get, get yo, get together with some great minds. Work on your business. It, it starts as a thought. It's a seed. Kids Club. If you want to find them, this is this is the this is the proof here now. Ryan's telling you the story now. The Kids Club. If you want to find them, the proof, a physical place, you can find them in Trumbull, Trumbull Mall, uh, Danbury Mall. Where else, Ryan? Milford, Connecticut Post Mall in Milford, and uh, Jamaica Queens. Um, it's not located in a mall out there, but there's like a like a shopping district. It's there's like an Aldi there. It's right across from uh, Home Depot. There's like a, a bus depot nearby. Um, yeah, Jamaica Queens will be opening in in the Bronx soon, Fordham Road. So like still, later it's, this year, it's still moving. So these guys got started in 2015. Started with Zippy Pets. Started miles and miles away from home to get started. Working seven days a week, and then not you know they arrived. You know what I mean? It's still it's still growing. Mm-hmm. You know through the pandemic. The beautiful story, B. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you know what what made it easier is you know struggling with people. <laughs> you know, um, being able to lean on each other, knowing that we're we're going through a similar experience. You know that that made it a lot easier to cope. You know, uh, some people you know they they start business, they go into it alone, and they may not have the support system that you would have with you know, friends or partners that, that you go in with. And so it, it's harder for them to stick to it. So I think that definitely helped, you know, going out there to, to Plattsburgh. We were in a little apartment with like no furniture, just all sleeping on the floor, <laughs> working seven days a week. Uh, at one point we were working two jobs. So like, even after we were done, the mall closed, you know, I picked up a job out of Mickey D's and, and I, I forgot where Chris was working at all overnight. But like, you know, that that's like another thing that like, you know, looking back, you know, <laughs> it was a tough experience, but it was a cool experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Love yeah, almost 10 years ago now. Mm. Yeah. Jesus, bro. Yeah. Yo, that <laughs> So so I was lucky enough, man. Um so all right, let me let me take you guys back a little bit. Brian, you'll remember. But um, it was some years back, Brian, where you came out to Colorado and you kicked it with me for like a day. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, truth be told, I don't know if you picked it up, man, but that was, that was me in, uh, in the deepest part of my depression. I was, I was not okay when you came out here. And... Um, I was I was hurting, man, but it was it was cool that when you came, you know, a part of me inside woke up because I knew I was not feeling good. But then seeing you made me feel good. Like, you know, that's that was my brother right there. I grew up with this guy and he's he's in my home now and I'm I'm not okay. I'm depressed between jobs, just not not healthy, man, not healthy up in my mind. And when you left, bro, it 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 burdened me with a huge amount of sadness. Like, like, why? You know, why do I feel like I'm stuck here? What the hell is going on? Like, you know, and slowly but surely, I started crawling my way out of that dark. And, uh, you know, fast forward just a little bit, 2018, I get to go to Connecticut and I'm feeling better. You know, I'm feeling a lot better. Life is kind of moving better. And um, 
I get to go to the, the Milford Mall, and I was there when you were there. So I got to go inside the kids' club. I got to see the whole thing. You were explaining it. I could see the smile on your face. I could see how proud you were, bro. I could hear it in your voice. Like, you had accomplished something. And that shit gave me more inspiration, bro. And I was just like, this is sick, man, because hearing this come up story and seeing what you got with my own eyes, seeing this huge area where kids are really having fun, man, running around, horsing around, wilding out. I'm like, this is incredible, man. This is, this is it. This is what we work hard for is to, to bring something to life, you know? And so I had always had that thought in my mind, like, yo, I don't, I, for me, yo, you get old when you stop playing. You know what I'm saying? The moment you stop playing is when you start getting old. I really believe that shit. <laughs> and so I find myself at playgrounds. I find myself running around like, yo, there's a place out here called Lava Island where it's literally just a giant fucking trampoline house on one side. And on the other side, it's a giant fucking jungle gym. I get in there, bro. I'll be, I'll be I'm 36. Y'all. If, I, if I, I make a mistake, I'm going to break half my body, bro. But I don't care. I go for it. <laughs> you know? I'll be in there playing, bro. The kids be looking at me like, what the hell? It's like, yeah, dog, play it, dog. <laughs> it is fun. It's fun because, you know, this is this is kind of the reason why on the last episode I wanted to bring up, you know, either the 90s or, um, you know, if you're a kid and you play, you know, when's the last time you played at the playgrounds? Because I knew how relevant that was to who you are now, Ryan, who you are as a businessman, you know, that business need, that model that you and your buddy managed to fill that we had no idea needed to be filled, you know? Because I remember being a kid and my, you know, my mom, yeah, she maybe get on the swing with me, but she wasn't getting on the slides. She wasn't going down the slides with me. You know, she wasn't out there playing tag with me and fucking like, no, she wasn't doing that. My grandparents weren't doing that. But like you just said, you know, you would encourage the adults to get in on this messing and have fun while out. Like, bro, Kate and I, my lady and I, we have talked all the time. Like, dude, how cool would that be for parks? Like to not just suddenly stop. Like you think about elementary school, right? And they got playgrounds on school campus, right? But then you get to middle school and that's gone. And high school, forget it. But why? Like why the hell is that a thing? Like why do we eliminate play out of our lives? And you know, knowing that play is a very powerful model for young children to learn from, why does it have to stop? You know what I'm saying? Why not have playgrounds at middle schools? Why not have playgrounds at high schools or colleges? Could you imagine how dope it would be to go from the top floor of a university to the bottom on a big ass slide? Bro, I would fucking love that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who wouldn't love that? Fuck the elevator. I'm going down the slide, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to go to work and be like, yo, I'm going to go hit the jungle gym real quick. I'll be right back. I'm going to take my 15 minute break and go hit the jungle gym or something. Like, like, yo, we would be better people. I really believe that shit. So, like, the reason I brought that up, Brian, is because I know that, you know, that was an integral part of, you know, your story. And I felt like, yo, that shit needed to be shared, man. It, it need, people need to know how cool that idea that you and the, your buddy kind of chased on. And then the work that you put in to, to bring that shit to life, bro. I love the the work ethic, the hard work, like. And so I figured, yo, you know, with your, with your older brother being an entrepreneur himself and taking his time to really figure out what he loves to do, what his love language is, and be able to provide that as a service, you did that very same thing 
like yo more people need to do that man and it starts by being being young in your heart man having fun being willing to put in those that those hours and that effort to chase that shit and so like i said i know your story was dope man and i just really wanted people to hear that man and i'm really hoping that we get a lot of feedback because so you're like your brother just said bro like you're you're there bro you got on the train you have arrived you know what i'm saying you are here and and there's still so much more to go like it's just dope to me man it's inspirational you know what big man when i hear your story now bro and, and i think about like how long it's been to get you to like start streaming bro no, now, now I get kind of pissed off, okay? I'm really <laughs> off. Wait a minute. You already did this before, bro. You experienced uh, all of this, man. You know what you got to go through. You know it ain't easy in the beginning. <laughs> but you've been there before. You know what I'm saying? Be this ain't no, yo, none of these rides, bro, ain't no, ain't no new train, bro. You, yo, you have fitness goals. You got to those too, B. You know what I mean, man, y'all? Yo, you know what? And let me tell another story real quick since we talking about Frankie's brother, man. <laughs> Brian, and I, I know I know I touched on this before, but Brian Brian went to college, right? And I mean, yo, this is when I, this is when he really like he came from out of I, whatever shadow I created. I didn't I didn't mean to like create any, but <laughs> and Brian went to college, and you know he I remember him being away for a few months. I remember pledging and stuff like that. And then, you know, now he had, like, his college buddies. And, you know, he, he's out partying. He's like, you know what I mean? He's part of this. He's going to events over here. And he's like, he went from this, this boy that was always shut up in the house to this, that, this butterfly just floating around all over the place, man. And that was a beautiful thing to see, too, man. You, you know what? He, he, had, he had picked up a nickname that I, I, I freaking enjoyed, Hector, man. I, I freaking enjoy it because again, yo, nonstop smiles, bro. And then yeah. it was like, yeah, Brian was the face. He was the front of the line because he had to keep the straight face. I'm like, Brian got the straight face? What? <laughs> and then I seen the video, Brian. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> Love it. Yo, yeah, that- man. Transformation, you chose the right one, Frank, a butterfly, bro, because the the transformation there is is so cool, man. Like, you know, because, like I said, we all grew up, you know, we all grew up liking the same things, playing the same things, doing the same things. Like, you know, to see that transformation to to who Brian has become now as a man, as a father, bro, that's that's an inspirational story that, oh, like, you know, Frankie and I have told y'all before, man, all you viewers out there. You know, if we could do it, you could do it. You know, same for Brian. Brian Brian made moves, man. He stuck to it, consistent, determined, made moves. Look what he's doing now. You know, so <laughs> take that take that shit to heart, y'all, and just go chase what chase what makes you feel good, man. Stop stop selling insurance. Stop, you know, get, get out of that shit. That, that's not fulfilling for your life, man. Go do what you want to do, man. Go chase something better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yo, man. So I appreciate you, you know, going deep on that, Brian. That was, that was cool, man. Yeah, you, you know, you know what, actor man. If I had to, uh, if I had to compare Brian's like story a little bit to like a uh, to character growth, character mm. growth, and I and I chose a show like uh, Naruto. I, I think I would pick Brian's character growth, um, kind of ch- close to Cho- Choji. 
Kind of. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it kind okay. of close to Choji, like you know what I mean. It's, All right. One of my favorite episodes is when 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 the butterfly wings came out on, on my boy. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? That was one of my favorite episodes, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yo, heck, you know what? I think, you know that that grow, growing where we're going, bro. I think you should throw that in mid journey, man. See what pop, what to throw up, what to spit out, yo. Oh, I'm, I'm willing to do that. Let's, I mean, shoot, <laughs> we keep the convo going. I'll throw it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote it down in here, man, before I forgot. Yo, heck, man, shoot. we give you the chance, man. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and spin that wheel, man. We kept that joint oh, out yeah. of the episode, man. Yeah, yeah, we could do that, man. Let's 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 spin, let's spin hey, the wheel bro. right now. Why not? Hey, right? Always push some opinions, man. Yeah, yo, I mean, we could we could push an opinion with the wheel either way. <laughs> yo, heck, man, actually, uh, I had, however, I had a new idea, man, too. Bro, oh, yeah, because uh, yeah, I got I actually went up there. You know, I know that was one of the homework for us to kind of like explore Reddit a little bit. No, I just went up there and was just going on the feed, and I noticed. I know one of the things I noticed is I had that up arrow and that down arrow. On, um, mm, yeah, on each, like, likes and dislikes. That. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, up vote, you can up vote, down vote. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I figured, like, when you hit the up, the up arrow, it must bring them closer to the top of, of of most people's feed or something like that, right? So I was thinking, like, yo, you know what a dope idea would actually be, and how to how to utilize like Reddit. Is the pick from the top five or something like you know what I mean? The top one of the top five of of of, of top mm, topics. Yeah, I mean, yo, this, this is what everybody talking about. Like, let's go ahead, let's put some opinions on it, bro. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good idea, bro. We could probably chop that up the next episode. We could prep that. I'm okay <laughs> with that. All right, so um, I'm gonna go ahead and spin the wheel, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the wheel going, man. Hey. All right, so we 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 added some topics. We removed some topics. Um, you know, we got a we got a couple of interesting ones in here. Some heavy, some not so heavy. Not not too heavy. Not not too heavy like how we've had it last time. But um, I'm gonna just go for it, y'all. Here we go. That's right, man. Whatever whatever this world I'm turn up with, man. We we got to some perspective on it, man. We got three brains here and yours, man. You know, whatever you guys think. So you know, whatever. You- Whatever popping to your mind, man. First and second generation. So so this one specifically, acknowledging roots and being a first or second generation American, this one came from the mind of my lady. Um because she's had friends that were first generation Americans. Um, but she herself is not a first generation American. She's had family that's lived in America for for a long time. And so the the acknowledgement part there is like um understanding what the kinds of differences they might have had to endure or experience. So let's say for like um a family that's been in America for six or seven generations, right? Your great 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 grandma. You know, that family's probably a little better off understanding how the banking system works, how politics work. Um, you know, they, they probably understand all sorts of different uh, of the structures that are America. You know what I'm saying? So they have some knowledge to be able to pass on to their children and their children. 
a little bit more affluent when it comes to that language. They're able to be a little bit more prepared, a little better equipped, as opposed to thinking about a family that just escaped Mexico or managed to escape Ukraine during hard times. And their their kids are first generations. Like, yo, this is this is our life now. All the things that they have to learn as far as social skills, um, how to finance, how to budget, you know, how to how to dress, how to how to make yourself, uh, you know, a, just be a part of society itself. Because, you know, you look at the English language and that shit is complicated as hell. Right. And then think about how they have to understand sarcasm or use of tonage and different all sorts of different things that, you know, the three of us, we grew up like, yeah, okay, we kind of understand what's happening, but think about someone that, yo, they don't know if we're joking, if we're being serious, you know what I'm saying? Like it, there's a different shift in their mindset that they got to learn how to play the game, you know, here in America than where they originally come from. And so Kate, Kate wanted to acknowledge that, like, you know, like that's, that's an interesting thing to to discuss because, you know, you guys, like your parents, you know, your dad's uh, from the, the the Caribbean, so you guys would be what like second generation Americans. Well, and then my, grand, my grandmother's family's uh, is from here for a few generations. I know she she mom. Okay. Um, being from like uh, the south. Mm-hmm. So I know that, but my dad, my dad is from Dominica. He came here from yeah. Dominica. So, um, yeah, like we're, we're definitely the first generation of his, you know, from his side. His line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. From his line, for sure. Um, first. So, well, wait, remind me what you want me to, what, what are we touching on again? So just just acknowledging the roots of the differences that you know they oh, might have okay. to endure and experience than what we did. So you know what, Hector, I wonder about that, right? Like now, and now I'm, I'm gonna be not devil's advocate, but I just wanna I wanna just push a thought, right? Because okay. <clears throat> Hector, I mean, it could be that the longer uh, the America America is a place where you can get very comfortable. Like you know what I'm saying? Like again, the I I can go get I can go to a rich man's house and leave with a full belly, and I could go to a poor man's house in America and leave with a full belly. That's what America is, right? So the longer generation to me, like the longest generations that been here, the, the more ignorant because mm. the I mean, mm. okay, my my cousin. One of the things my cousin has to do to. <laughs> To become a citizen, right, is is know all fifty, all you know, all the United States or whatever. See, and I, I stopped at fifty because I don't even know if that's the right number anymore. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they have to know that in in this capitals, bro. I could probably give you like twenty of those, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe, right? So my my, I feel like. Learning for an immigrant come that I mean, be it if that they was here by force or they chose to come here, right? Learning for them is gonna be focal every day. Whereas, mm. you know, to the the generations that have been here, you know, we're you know, we're just used to the you know, the structure here. Like not not in the sense that we're 
all owning homes and we know how to grow. The masses don't know. That's not it's not the math. That's not the masses that know that stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, we, we might be at a certain level, but trust me, man, these immigrants gonna level up to that to real fast, bro. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna level yeah. like a, a person that that's coming in and learning. I, I just imagine their mind is more focused on getting to that next level. You know what I'm saying? Is when you is when you're coming from that that we're at level. You said seven generations back. We're at level seven. You know what that means? That means somebody. And that took seven generations to get to level seven. Right. That means somebody coming in at level one, they're going to they get to level seven before they go, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? They're going to get to level seven before they go. They're going to they gonna at least know what these common folks know. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so, no, that's good. That's yeah, good. That's a good right. point, bro. <laughs> that's a damn good point. Yeah, you coming in hungry you know you're coming in hungry so you're gonna you're gonna get fed kind of shit as opposed to oh there's food on the plate but i'm full i'm good like, yeah that's cool man that's that's a that's an interesting uh perspective on that what about you be we yeah, fall along yeah. the same line or something different yeah more or less i guess i was thinking about it a, a little differently um just like you know the the aspect that you know a lot of times Say if you're a first generation American, you know your parents came from another country. They they speak the the language of their homeland. You know, a lot of times I feel like it it's challenging for the children in the beginning, but it, it turns out to be something that's advantageous to them later in life. Like you know, growing up being bilingual, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, there's studies that show that people who speak two languages, they can process thoughts faster. You know, they can, you know, it, it allows them to to have more of an edge. You know, they can calculate faster. They can multitask easier. So, you know, that's something that I feel like, you know, when you're a kid, you know, it's definitely a challenge trying to learn two languages because, you know, you speak to your parents in one language. But then when yep. you go to school with your peers, you know, you have to learn English. And um, I think that's something that, well, one, they they come to terms with early. They come to terms with that fact early and they embrace it. And it's something that helps build their character as they grow. And a lot of times, you know, you see like... Um, People that do come over from other countries, they may somehow um, they find a way to to start up a business. Like they might have a business. The children are helping run the family business. Yep. You know. <laughs> um. So that's something that I think is cool. And I always kind of wonder, like, how is it that you know people come here, they have next to nothing, but they they end up being able to like get something in there's people who have been here for generations and you know they've got nothing <laughs> right like you know there, there's grants that are available um that you know they have no information on that they don't take advantage of because like the common folk they're not taught they're not taught any of this stuff you know so um At this point, bro, I, I feel like the common folks, I, yo, it's, uh, information is it's too easy to get now, man. 
Oh not, yeah, yeah. Like at this point, it's not even that we're not taught this stuff. It's yo, we've we've been yo. America is a place for comfort, man. Like yo, don't don't learn nothing. Get comfortable, bro. We're gonna get. We're gonna find you a job. We're gonna pay you a salary. We're gonna make sure you have enough to cook gas to get to work. We're gonna give you enough time off for you to enjoy. But you gotta get back to work, so we can't give you that much time off. You know what I mean? Just get used to the system. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know and that, that's another thing. All you I'm know, saying is it becomes habitual and it's just our comfortability too, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's a certain level of conditioning that, that's involved, yeah. you know. Um, in these other countries, you know, people are, they come up having to do for themselves and like having to create, you know, a hustle or a business. Like, you know, like, you know, we visited Dominica. Everybody has something that they specialize in, you know. Uh, this one has some fruit trees. They sell fruit on the side of the road. You know, uh, they may barter with somebody. Oh, this person has a, a, a small farm, you know, so they can kill one of their chickens and, and trade it for, you know, some sugar cane or whatever, you know. Wait, you remember that from when we were kids? Are you talking about a, a later visit, man? No, yeah, from when we were kids. I remember, I forgot, uh, you know, like uh, Auntie Mine, them, they had like a mango tree. Like uh, somebody down the road had like uh, in their yard, they had like a sugar cane field, you know, and you would basically buy the sugar cane from that person over there. Yeah. You know, so wait, wait, I'm sorry, bro. I'm, I'm sorry to pause you. It's just amazing what you were paying attention to as a kid, bro. Like, <laughs> I totally agree. The experience was like an eye opener, bro. It was like it was definitely like an eye opener, right? Like, but. I was paying attention to like the culture, the, the like the like the way the kids were, you know, like they like it was different. Like you know, over here in America, like it was almost like yeah, we there was people we got along with, we could find friends, but it was also like this: you had to defend yourself a little bit all the time. It's like because if you come in with the wrong sneakers, bro, it's, it's a it's a wrap for your whole day. You know what I'm saying? But over there in Dominica, like. Sneakers, bro. We don't. We barely wear. You know, like we run out here barefoot, bro. We, we wear sandals most of the time, and when we want to race, we run barefoot. I remember running up and down the road as soon as I got there, bro. Having to take my shoes off and just, and get going. You know what I mean? So it's dope that, like, like yo, Brian, we had to be like eight, seven. You were paying attention to people bartering, bro. I didn't even know what bartering was when I was eight. I was paying attention to that. <laughs> yeah. It, it definitely is like, you know, a different experience, you know, so I think that's why people are able to come over and like, you know, succeed or at least like start a business because they're not conditioned to, oh, you got to go to school, you got to go get a job, and then, you know, you have to work for the man until you retire. That's not the mindset that's developed in those other countries. You know, out here, that's what they want people to do. Damn, I yo, I agree with that. Yeah, that's cool. Cause, yeah, you do have a different kind of work ethic. You know, here in America, you're taught just to work by the rules of the system. As we're in another country, yo, you gotta work to eat, like literally, kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, it, it is different. Cause, yeah, what you know, and we kind of touched on this a little bit um in one of our last episodes. You know, like you know the you know someone who's rich and has a mansion that can downgrade, kind of shit. Uh, those people know what it's like to live very close to the street. So they come here 
you know, the land of opportunity, as they say. And they're like, well, where the fuck is the opportunity? Oh, you have to make it. So good luck. Oh, I could do that. And they go about it. You know what I mean? They they make it happen. They but here, yo, yo, if you're born here, what, what opportunity? Where? Show me where it's at. I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we need to. That. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Right. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Yeah, you know, it's a different kind of hustle. You know, you come here, like, damn, what am I going to do? We give you a free cell phone, a few for number. Oof. Like, oh, how much for that hot dog cart? <laughs> right? Like, how right. much for that hot dog cart? Some, pe- some people ask how much for the hot dog. Some people yeah. ask how much for the hot dog cart, bro. Real talk right there. Yeah. That's the difference, man. <laughs> you know, heck, man. Yeah, you're right, bro. Like like you said, generations, man. It's the, it's the generation. The question, I think the question starts to become like, even 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 for those those that could come come from across here and make something happen, the question becomes, how do you keep this 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 spirit of earning, of doing, going seven generations from now? You know what I mean? How do you get them? Yeah. How do you keep them from uh, uh, ignoring and and being about uh, what's I don't know the norms around here because the norms aren't the norms aren't the norm is just this is the norm. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got to stray from that a little bit. We're not be in circles. Let's be in bigger circles. Let those circles start to add uh, a trip to Dominica every year, a house in Dominica maybe. You know what I'm saying? It, I was. Uh... I was ta- I was having a conversation with Kate and we were talking about, you know, circles and, and spiraling. And I, uh, I said something cool that I'm going to share because I thought about it in, in, in an abstract way. You know, we have our start line. Everybody's got our start line, right? So we start here. Mm-hmm. But instead of going circles, you know, around the start line, man, like, why don't we spiral through and restart and restart again? And, and every time we restart, we make that circle bigger. Shit, we make, we make it go a different way. Like. You got to start somewhere, but you, like you just said, you got to know when to veer off that path, when to avoid a lot of that, um, that, that comfort, if you will, that commonality of being doing the same shit over and over. And, you know, that, that doesn't happen until you've passed the same spot a couple of times and you're aware enough to realize I've been here before. What the hell am I doing? And that's where I feel like that, that knowledge starts to, to really start settling in, like, I've seen this same shit my whole life. I need to change it up. And yo, that, that start line is there to remind you where you're at. So if you're still seeing the start line, you need to be looking at it from one of two perspectives, man. Either you're not going anywhere and you need to change it up or you're restarting every time and you need to start making progress as you keep passing that start line. And that's a, that's a problem with the circles, bro. We, we get stuck and we, we don't go nowhere, bro. You know what I mean? You don't go no, nowhere. I got a different concept for that one, bro. So I, I, I you know, I heard, I heard about how life are loops. You know, they, they talk about the hamster wheel that we're always on. Yep. <laughs> and I go, I, I start thinking, okay, well, if life has to be in the loop, why not make that loop, everything in that loop, something of your choosing, something mm. that, something if not of your choosing, but something that brings you joy. So in that loop, we all have to work. That's fine. Why not do something we love? Yeah. You know what I mean? You remember all, growing we, up? We, 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 not, we, we, all have, we all want a relationship or love. Why not be with somebody we love? 
Right. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people sell them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I hear about my, my lady was sharing the story with me about a lady that worked at the post office that loved taking overtime because she don't want to go home with her husband because he's born. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Damn. So if if we got to live life in the loop, yo, let's live, live in the loop, but just choose what you keep in those loops, man. You don't want to keep looping with, yeah, I don't, again, Brian, I, I never stayed at a job I ain't like, bro, because I couldn't picture myself in that loop. You know what I mean? Something's about it's frustrating me every day that I come here, every day I got to come here and I'm going to be frustrated. No, I can't stay. I can't live like that. You know what I mean? I, I just can't. And that that goes for <laughs> that goes for relationships. That goes for work. You know what I mean? I'll run away on family. <laughs> like, ah, you trust me. I'm, I got, I'm gonna go back to my room. All right. Me, Listen, <laughs> you man. know, like Listen. so. Yo, we gotta live life in loops. Like, let's choose what are in those loops. It's okay. Yeah, it I'm okay. I remember, okay. man. It's all right. Growing up and, and, and taking like math or literature and, you know, they, they bust out the Venn diagrams. You got, you got your one circle, you got your other circle, but where do they overlap? And you got that little, little space in there. You know what I mean? That's where we need to be living, man. We're, you know, combining the shit that we're doing, that we're loving and, and finding that place for us, man. Like, yeah, uh, yeah they, they was trying to show us something with a Venn diagram, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, every time you go around that loop, bro, that loop includes home. That loop includes work. That loop includes whatever restaurant you like going to back home. Every time you go out and there was something that pissed you off about that loop, okay, something that work changed, you know, pissing me off. Let me see if I can talk to somebody. Let me see if I can change my position. Let me see if I could find another job. Like you, you have to. I mean, if we gotta live life from the loop, okay, I gotta, I gotta deal with this loop for a while, but this has to change. It's not working for me. Yep. yep. You know, every time I come home, this person's pissing me off. This has to change. It's not working for me. Hey, hey, listen, can we talk? Oh, we can't talk. All right, man, look. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, lady, look. You know what I'm saying? I... <laughs> Word. No, nah, that's real. That's real. Hey, every day right. you stay, man, you tell right. me. We, you know, we, we get comfortable here in America, bro. You absolutely right about that, man. Get comfortable here in America. Yep. You know what I mean? Listen, man, if, if I was an immigrant, man, you don't know, come in here like, you know, psh, listen, bro, y'all ain't got no competition. <laughs> all they gonna do is all they gonna do is talk shit like them little birds and um, Finding Nemo. Mine, 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 mine. <laughs> That's all they gonna do is talk shit. You just do your thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Man, yo, we are already approaching that hour mark, yo. Um, but I, I, I wanted to share this. So I, I was while Brian was sharing his story, man, I went and um kind of did some, you know, some research and I found the, I found the start, man. I found the little, the little zippy pets, man. I found it. <laughs> Yo. I found it, bro. And I was looking at this and I'm like, oh shit, these are cute, man. And then I looked, I was like, yo, that, that looked like Clifford the Big Red Dog, right? Like, look at, look at homie on the left over there. So I took it, y'all, I took it a step further, y'all. Yo, I want y'all to observe it. I took it a little step further. Got Clifford the Big Red Zippy Pet over there, right? And then, and, then, and then check this out. So I had Mid Journey, I had Mid Journey hook it up, man. So we got, we got, we got Brian right here with the Red Dog, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, y'all, like, this is what it's about, man. Having fun with what y'all do, man. You know what I'm saying? And turning that shit into something more, man. This, I live for this shit, bro. I really do, y'all. <laughs> So that was yeah, man. That was fun connecting yeah, them things dope. right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know what, man? We, we, since, since we since we showed all that, heck, let me show something real quick, man. Hey, bad, bad. Let me let me get out of here. <laughs> all right, man. So you guys got an example of where Brian started, man. Let me show you where Brian at, man. We're gonna, we're gonna take it to the website one time. Man, the Kids Club. This is the example of what they got in indoors, out here in Connecticut, in a few places in New York. This is what they've grown to. They went from them zippy pets. What was that, like six of them? To what you see for anybody who can see, to what you see on the screen. Yep. That's how the shit. The glow up. The glow up is real. Love it, man. Absolutely incredible. Brian, that shit is dope, bro. Super inspirational, man. And like I said, man, I wanted our people, our viewers, to know who you are, man. I feel like you gave them an excellent taste of who you are, dude. That that shit was cool. Oh, man. I'm my ass for real, bro. It really did. It really did. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, yeah, it was we, good. We back to, at it. It was good to share that. It was good to share it, man. You know, oh, yeah. you guys gave me the opportunity to to reminisce. You know. On the humble beginnings, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't that bring That's back like a feeling of gratitude, bro? Oh don't, yeah, don't definitely even, does, yo. Yeah, yo, anybody like, searching for gratitude, yo, listen, nostalgia. It always mm. come back with nostalgia. Find just find something you love talking about. You know what I mean? Find, find somebody to talk about it with. Like you know what I mean? Think about a time where you were at your low and where you came up. And you passed that finish line. You ran past that person that was that was in first place because you were second now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Think about oh, it, man, yeah. and, and be grateful. Like, and, and and look for those. Look for those and understand that those are always in the process. It's not in the goal. It's not in the end goal. There's no such thing as the end goal. When mm-hmm. you get there, you're gonna be bored. Yeah, yeah. There's people like there's people starting like that dude in that that video game that level level 100. I forget that name of that that anime, but he was, oh, it was like a uh, virtual sword game. Art, sword yeah. Art Online. Oh, Sword yeah. Art Online. Yeah, yeah. There's people that start in their life at that the seventh gen. They start with off with the money. They lose a little bit. They go kill themselves. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? They don't know yeah. what to do with themselves. They go kill. They, they he heard. You know, I, I heard about that 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 famous actress. Ah. Uh, her and her her child going and like you know I guess you know now I don't know the reason I don't know you know the details but it's like yo know, to me it, it told the story anyway it doesn't matter that you come from nothing or you come from something like you get what I'm saying simply put you know what I mean it's, it's yo when you're young I I want to encourage young people to explore when you're young explore find it. Find it. Yep. Whether you're born from something or whether you're born from nothing, explore. Yo. Don't miss out on no opportunities. I don't care if you got your, your, your favorite teacher inviting you to an opera or something. I don't know. You know, your music teacher or something. Just something out, out of the ordinary. The culture, this, you know, the norms here doesn't usually go for that. Like, well, no, my friends would think that's weird. No, forget all that, man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When, it, when Yo. Man. I still got Hector from Longfellow. I got I still got Brian from Longfellow. I can't name too many more people I still got from Longfellow. Maybe I can name a few, but it ain't all of them. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? It ain't all. We go, we go Black know? Rock, Frank. What you mean? We go Black Rock. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> way back, way, way back. You know what I'm saying? It ain't all of them, man. Y'all find y'all passion, man. Word up. It's cool oh, to fit God. in the society, man, but you know, you always got to have your outlet, your own outlet. Your own outlet. Yes, sir. That's facts. Yeah, that's and that, that's a good place to, to finish off too you know whatever your creative outlet is like make sure to nurture that you know mm-hmm. it, it, whether it's drawing painting dancing picking up a hobby you know playing uh putting together puzzles you know uh whatever it is that that gives you the opportunity to to get in touch with your creative side you know allow yourself the time to do that you know it's good for your mental health <laughs> um first and foremost and you know as human beings like there's a part of us that that want to be creators like that that need to do something that feeds our passion you know not just you know putting food on the table even though like you know in terms of psychology it always you know boils down to like your basic needs like when your basic needs are met like that's when the more and more you're able to to just do what you want right so but you know do yourself a favor and allow yourself to be creative like explore like frankie said like you know there may be some some talent that you have you don't even know that you have yet you know um you know, play recreational sports, um, draw, paint, you know, just do something that you don't normally do, you know, something that you may find fun, you know, uh, you owe it to yourself. <laughs> that moment. Start, start your own boxing podcast, start a spoken word, <laughs> become a coach. We, you know what I mean? <laughs> we right. doing that shit, man. You, yo, yes, yes. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. I think the beautiful way to end that, B, man. A beautiful way to end that, man. Absolutely. Fellas, right. I'm going to get us out of here, man. Yo, we hope, absolutely hope you guys enjoyed the episode and come back for some more. You know, we throw this up on Spotify every Sunday evening, YouTube on Monday. Um, find us on Instagram, PC Your Mind Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. Like, just come, come hang out with us, y'all, for real. And drop a, drop a comment. You know, share it with your people, man. Like, for real, we're we're here. We we plan on doing this for a while. So we hope to see you guys come along for the ride for a while. Like, like uh, Josh Brian and Brian's friends say, man, you getting on this train? Get on this train, y'all. We're going somewhere, all right? <laughs> so. <laughs> With that said, for all y'all that came through and let us borrow some time, we'll see you next week on PC of Mind. Much love.